Welcome back to another episode of Cyrus's Podcast with one of our favorite guests that we have on, Ryan Verga. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? I am so excited to have you on again. I um, um, we got crazy amount of downloads and reviews on the last episode. If you haven't downloaded and left a five star review, please do that. That helps us with our rankings. It helps us get our word out more. Um, so, but let's give some people more value. Awesome. We were talking about marketing versus branding last week. Yeah. And then I got you to commit to do eight <laughs> weeks of this with me. Yeah, well, um, um, so let's talk about branding. Great. Let's talk about creating a successful brand. Key. What are the keys? I like that. Well, Let's start at the basics, right? Are we saying that you are brand new to real estate and we want to start from scratch? Starting a brand new brand, whatever it is. All right. So first things first, we need a logo, right? So I think everybody is thinking about a brand. You think about the logo immediately. When you think about, let's say, Uber, Google, Lyft, YouTube, you can immediately see their logo. Facebook, right? You see the logo. The key thing about logos is people overthink it all the time, right? You think it needs to be extremely detailed. You'll have, you know, Joe Schmo, and you'll try to literally write out Joe Schmo, real estate agent. That's your logo. How are you going to both fit that on a phone, right? Logos should be diverse. You shouldn't only have one, right? And it should be able to be as large as something on a billboard to be as small as in the corner on your website on your phone, right? Or fits in the, you know, avatar of your Instagram handle, whatever it is, right? So you need to think dynamically with your logos. Um, It's okay to have three variations, like a long form, middle form, short, abbreviated, like very, very simple. Yeah. One, like two colors, right? Um, You should always be doing your logo in black and white at first, because if you don't like the design in black and white, color is not going to make it better. So (laughs) um, I like that. So if, if now that we've dived into colors, right? You need to have a good color palette. I know last time we spoke about ADA, right? So if you're... Uh, just, we, we, we know ADA, you and I, but... Accessibility, right? So ADA is just a long... It's a long term. That's the abbreviation. But essentially, it's accessibility rules, cool. right? So there are rules and guidelines for people who need With to... disabilities. Yeah, who need to help, right, to access your site and make it... Um, easier and legible and able to just simply read and see your website and color scheme and whatever it is, because, you know, 8% of the population is colorblind, right? So you're going to lose 8% of your clientele right off the bat if you're using some crazy high saturated um, bright colors on top of each other, right? Um, So you want to be self-conscious about this. You need to understand that when you're choosing a color palette, we have primaries, we have secondaries, we have tertiaries, right? So What's going to be your key color? What's going to be your secondary color? And then third case, you know, what is going to be that accent beyond that, yeah. right? So I'd say those are the bare minimums that you think that you need to think about and do some exploring. Go figure out, you know, on Pinterest and look at your competition. What colors are they using? And when you go side by side with your logo and your color palette, and we'll get into typography, do you stand out? Or if I put them all on a table right now, can you find yours or are you just blending in, right? We've got to make sure we be really careful about those things too because a lot of people just, you know, throw up a name, put red because, you know, 
for sale. That's the first thing they think of, right? Um, we got to think beyond that. Um, you might think, you know, your logo is extremely cool by having 20 different things. But when it gets small onto, think about if you ever put your logo on a pin, right? Yeah. If you can't read it on a pin, your logo is doing too much, right? It needs to be very simple. And I think that is very key for some people because it's hard when they want to do everything. And, you know, you might be a micromanager. Um, if you don't have a logo in mind, hire somebody. Go yeah. look around. Um, don't be cheap about it because your logo is going to define a lot of things. It's the first thing people see when they think about your brand, right? Exactly. Typically. Typically, they're going to see your logo on a sign, your logo on a website, your logo on social media before they see anything about your brand. Exactly. So it's the, the, the reality is, is your first impression, you know, you never get another chance to make a, a great first impression. So why not have the best at it? So I, I 100% agree. I had um an agent that I was coaching and they were talking about getting their branding together and we were going through all of this and we talked about their logo and they were like, oh yeah, I designed this. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't design it. Let's get the professionals to design it. Let's give them your ideas and let them do what they do best. 100% agree. I think when I'm working and creating logos for other people, you know, I'd love to hear where you think you are and what you would like to see. Um, I think the best thing you could do is create a mood board. That's the first thing that I ask from a client. I say, hey, have you done the research? Are you wasting my time? Are you actually invested in yourself and in this company? If you don't come back with the mood board or tell me what your competition is and who they are, where you want to be and where you expect to be, why would I put my time and my effort into something that you won't even do for yourself when it's about yourself, right? Yeah. So go in, create a mood board, go find logos, not just real estate logos, go find logos that, you know, from app tech companies to automotive to startups and jewelry and fashion, go and test the waters outside of just real estate. Because somebody else out there is also doing really great, right? With They pay thousands and millions and billions of dollars to get designers to go out and create a logo, right? So go use that as inspiration. Put it on a board. Go find the colors that they're using and the accents that you use, they're using, whether it's on their website, whether it's on a physical product, whether it's on, um, you know, just a simple uh, advertisement piece, yeah. you know, like take a screenshot of that. Go look on Pinterest or um, whatever your usual blogs are and, and, and like collect those because that's going to really help whoever you decide to hire moving forward of what you're looking for and what you want. Think about typography, right? Like if you want to put on Comic Sans and a bright yellow and mix it with a nice electric orange and like have some, you know, 3D logo and you're like not in your head right now, like, dude, that's sick. You should not be doing this. You need to hire somebody. Absolutely. Like, so ASAP. red flags. <laughs> red flags Comic should sense. be going out. Yes, we do not like. I mean, even you could go basic and you could be like, oh, we have a nice Avetica here and our little inter over here. Uh, it's fine. But in the design world, you know, let's try to build and break those, you know, break into the industry of being unique, right? Helvetica, inter. I hope you literally never use Comic Sans. Um, but moving forward, think about typography. It helps elevate from something being like a, a massage parlor versus some elegant clothing design, right? Yeah. Like the, the weight of the font is going to tell everybody where you're at. Um, and 
those are those little things that designers will look at. And if that's something that you're like, a letter is a letter, I, I don't, I could barely look at what the difference between thin, light, regular, and bold is. These are some things we got to consider. Hire out. What's better for you as a, as a real estate agent? Do you want to take a class and learn how to build a logo? Or do you want to go get another deal while you hire? Well, and, and this is, this is exactly what I coach all the time is like, is like stay in your own lane. Like, like, let's talk about branding as, and stay in your own lane. You do not need to be the one that creates your logo and creates your website and creates the fonts that you're going to use. Like, let someone that does that every single day do that. Just like you're not going to get, just like the for sale by owner, right? You tell them, hey, look, I specialize in this. This is what I do every single day. And I sell houses and this is all I do. Let someone that all they do is create brands, create their brand, right? Um, I, I'm a big believer in that. That's why we have such a strong brand. I truly believe that. And, and, and we're, we're able to grow at such a massive rate because we had these, these building blocks back in the day. And, and from when we first started, um, going into that, I, let's talk about websites. Like, so you got your logo, you got your brand colors, you got your brand guidelines, so on and so forth. Like, what about a website? Do they just go on to, um, I don't know, Wix and create a website and call it a day? What, what, what do you advise? Honestly, Wix has come a long way. I know that's where we first started yeah. back in the day. Wix was just a beginning um, template user site. And I think a lot of agents from what I've seen and when we're rebranding and redesigning those sites, they're from like 1990, early 2000s. They're like the ugliest looking site I've ever seen. Yeah. And the funniest thing about real estate in general as a whole, so far behind just the bare minimum of trends in website design, right? Everybody is thinking desktop first when we're in a mobile now, mobile world, right? Mobile first. If you're not doing mobile first design now, and you're, if I go and you know meet an agent for the first yeah. time and I'm trying to look them up really quickly, what's the first thing we do? Yeah, I'm not. I'm going on Google and then I'm clicking their link and I'm going to their website. And again, it's like crazy to me because this is this is what we're talking about. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows that we go mobile first. I'm not going to go home and be like, oh, I got to remember that guy and let me Google him on my desktop. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? As you're walking to the car, you're literally Googling the person, right? Or you're leaving whoever you just met. And as you're walking away, you literally are Googling them. I'd say I give them like one swipe, maybe two if I'm interested, but the average is three seconds on your website for me to immediately judge you and leave, right? So luckily of being in these big brands, right? Uh, when I've designed websites for LG, Hyundai, Acura, Audi, just left Toyota, Pretty right? Pretty much everybody in the world. Yeah. Um, Yamaha Music. I'll yeah, just Google. keep going. Um, uh, <laughs> you have three to six seconds, they say, um, and that includes how long it takes for your site to even load. If, if wow. I'm, if I'm on I actually your website and I like clicked in your domain name, it immediately from the minute you hit search, that's the minute your countdown starts. So if you don't show up in less than a second, or let's say like a slow website is like two seconds, that's four seconds left or one second on your uh, on your website for me to be like, am I over this? I'm not even going to, it's not worth my time. If your site doesn't load, it's probably old. Um, your design is probably trash. You know, if you haven't invested in yourself and your website and your design, then why would I even move forward? Well, and that's crazy too. It's like, 
I think there's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this and being like, oh, well, I can't control load times. It's like, but you can. <laughs> exactly. Right? Um, these are some things that, you know, we can jot down real quick. Like, what are some really good places? And I'll go in in sense of like, are you building it yourself? Is something that you want to learn? Which, to be completely honest, as somebody new who, you know, maybe not have thousands of dollars, you know, I've built websites, you know, as small as like 10 grand to, you know, $1.5 million website. Yeah. Right? So the ranges of a website it's worth the investment one for money, but if you don't have the time for the money, it is worth your time to learn how to build one, yeah. right? Because there's tons of templates out there. You have Square, you have Wix. Um, if you really want to get into it, you could do WordPress, right? Um, which is really great for SEO reasons. Um, you can pick and pull a, a template and just really drag and drop, and that's super great. Um, so I'd really highly recommend looking into those as starter kits. Uh, uh, uh... It takes it takes money to make money, but time is money. So if you don't have money, use your time. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and yes, you can take your time and build out your site. Um, but the same thing that I told one of my agents, again, we don't all have this income that we're like, oh, let's go spend this. Let's do this. I understand that. I get that. So take the time. Build it out, figure it out, right? But I had one of my agents that just got his license and he's over here telling me, oh, I'm going to sell 40 million this year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, well, you're late. And he looked at me. He's like, what do you mean? I just got my license. I said, yeah, you're late, dude. You want to do this much this year? Like you're late. So when it comes down to time, like time is very valuable. Like as an agent, our time is very valuable. I want to be prospecting. I want to be finding my clients. I want to be reaching out to them. So for me, I know that I'd rather spend XYZ amount to get the site done the right way, to get my logo and my branding done the right way, than to be honest, go spend all this time trying to figure it out where I'm going to down the line end up having someone build it anyways. It's true. I mean, a lot of people, that's a lot of the clients that we get. Oh, I tried to figure it out myself. Oh, I tried to go the cheap route and pay on whatever app or whatever, like a couple thousand dollars. And now it's even harder because we have to go and just trash your site, right? Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth the investment to get somebody who knows what they're doing because, you know, yeah, they may be at a higher higher rate per hour, but that means they've made all the mistakes that you've already done. Yep. They won't make those, right? We already know the next step. I know the shortcuts that have taken years to learn, right? And that's what you're paying for, right? You could be cheap. You can go to a uh, somebody at a listing and say, hey, you can have my house at like 1%. Like, yeah. what is that versus your 6%? I'm a 6% agent, right? Yep. You get every single piece of knowledge and respect that comes with my name and my um, like everything that I've learned in the past years, right? That's why I'm worth the 6%. And that goes hand in hand with design, right? There's a reason why our prices are that high. You will get the money's worth, right? Yeah. In the end. Otherwise, you'll be spending a ton of money trying to get to that point with cheap people all yeah. day long, right? The only reason why I say it's okay to, you know, explore um, and understand a back end on your own is if you are trying to create a blog and you want to dive into that, yeah. you know, it's, it's a good long-term thing to understand. Right. Yeah. But, and, and like you said, square, um, Wix, all these sites, they have great templates now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very user-friendly. 
Yeah. Like very user friendly for somebody to build a site very quickly. Again, but you want to make sure that your brand guidelines are right, your 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 colors and things like that. You can't go anywhere until you've had those things set up. If you don't have a logo, if you don't have um, core values, you don't have your you know your your slogan or phrase right. You don't have the typography set. Your website is going to be a mess. It's going to look the most inconsistent things. Think of it as like an outfit, right? Your website's an outfit. If your hat's over here with some crazy ass colors and your t-shirt is over here in like bright lime green and like all these mixed messages is just going all over with your outfit, no one's going to be able to read your website. It'll be be so confusing to understand. But we have coordination. We've thought about it, planned it out, and we've created a rule set, right? We've created brand guidelines, right? That's what your designer is going to be building for you, guidelines of when to use what, when to not use what how to use it correctly, how to scale that, right? That's going to be extremely key moving forward with your brand. If you don't have any of those things, you aren't going to go anywhere. It'll be extremely confusing. You'll lose a client the minute they come to your website. They'll see it. This guy's not trustworthy. It takes too long to load. You know, your website also with these things have SEO built in. So if you're doing all these things wrong and they start noticing that you have high rates of people leaving your website, you're going to lose on your rankings. So... What's your number one piece of advice when creating a successful brand? You have to choose one thing. Know your niche. Know your niche. Yeah. What does that mean? Know where you fit in in the market and your competition. Know who your targeted client is, right? And how do you stand out? Knowing your niche, knowing where you, what, what's your specialty, right? Yep. Where are you at um, with your brand and how are you so unique? And how are you just in this corner where you're like, no one can compare to who I am and what I'm doing. You know that and you know that and you show that in your brand. Done. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much again for coming on, dude. I appreciate you. We're going to keep coming back every single week until you tell me I'm (laughs) sick of you. So I appreciate you. Where do they find you? Nativefocus.com. Nativefocus.com. And we'll help you out. Reach out. Cool. Awesome. Appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. Catch you later. Catch ya.